We have a lot of tea to break down today. So Shannon Bedore has gotten, she got kicked out of a bar, and that is kind of hilarious how she's addressing it. We have Cardi B, who channeled her inner Lisa Rinna and threw a microphone at a fan at a concert over the weekend. Julie, we got Julie. Julie Chrisley is back in the headlines because she is not loving prison, and she is about to pop off, or at least her lawyer is popping off on her behalf. And then stay tuned because at the end, I have lots of Vanderpump Rules updates, um, specifically some exclusive casting news that we'll get to uh, after we break down all the other little tidbits of tea. But a new cast member has just been confirmed. I had the details. We're going to get into the spinoff because the spinoff has finally started taping. So I'm going to get into those details as well and why producers are upset with Ariana Maddox right now. She is in some hot water. So... Let's dive in, shall we? You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, and happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend. I am back from New York. I had a lovely time at City Winery NYC. We got to hang out with the Brav Bros. We had Megan King from Real Housewives of Orange County. We had Johnny DeFilippo from The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise. Also in the show, we had Emily Orozco from Access Hollywood and Tom Hamlet, host of the Dumpster Dive podcast. All in the show. We had lots of tea that was spilled. Megan King popped off on Vicky Gumbelson. She popped off on Teresa and Louie. It was it was a good time. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll share some exclusive deets on a members only this week. Um, but yeah, it was a fun trip. I was so glad that I got a chance to meet everybody and you guys got to come and hang out with me and the Brav Bros. We had a lot of fun. Um, so thank you for coming and supporting and showing with love. Thank you to Megan. Thank you to Johnny. Thank you to the Bra Bro Steel and Shooter. Thank you to Tom, our awesome MC. Thank you to Emily for being an incredible panelist and spilling some housewives hot takes. We also had some goodies from Chomps there. You guys can give Chomps a try. Chomps.com. Use code Zach20 for 20% off. Um, we had some ballsy, which is a delicious hard seltzer, um, with vodka in it, a bark, vodka, vodka sparkle. Um, Bayere had some yummy tinctures that were put in the gift bags. We had my two favorites, liver lover and mind focus, both great from Bayere. So it was a good time. Thank you for coming. Okay, let's kick things off with a few tidbits of tea. So Lisa Barlow has teased on her Instagram that we should be getting some Real Housewives of Salt Lake City news this week. So maybe a trailer, maybe some, maybe a release date, maybe some new cast photos. We know that all of the four primaries are back. Angie Kay is back and she's got herself a snowflake. I believe that there's a newbie or two in the mix. And then Mary Cosby is back, but she's 
back as a friend of. But I did see on Twitter somewhere that I believe they did a whole new photo shoot. So we're either going to get cast confirmation and cast photos or possibly a trailer that's coming. But Lisa Barlow's like, stay tuned. I know it's been hot, but there may be some, there may be a chill coming. She said that last week. So that's probably hinting at this week. So I'm assuming the chill is coming ASAP. Uh, Cardi B was caught throwing her microphone at a fan in the audience after the fan threw some water at her on stage. So Cardi originally was like encouraging fans to throw some water at her coochie. I guess she was, she wasn't even singing WAP. I don't think she was singing WAP at that time. Well, the microphone throw I believe was during uh, Bodoc Yellow. So anyway, they were throwing water at her coochie or someone was and she was like, yeah, put it on my coochie. And then um, a fan on the other side of the stage ended up throwing water and splashing her in the face. And she was not happy about that. And she was all, don't you ever go after my husband, a la Lisa Rinna in Amsterdam. And so she ended up getting her mic and throwing it right in her face, which was kind of hilarious. And I was like, yeah, people need to stop throwing things at artists on stage, period, end of story. I feel like Cardi B should have thrown that mic harder. So I am. I stand with Cardi B. There's some hoes in this house. There's some hoes in this house. That's some wet and gushy. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me. Quick, jump out for you, let it get inside of me. Tell me to put it in a tell me I'm about to be. Talk your shit. Bite your lip. Ask for a car while you ride that dick. You really ain't never got a fucking poor thing. He already made his mind up before. Okay. Okay, in other news lighting up the internet, Lisa Hochstein's estranged hubby, Lenny, is back to his old antics um, because he's officially proposed to his mistress. Yay. Um, Everyone online is like so pissed about this. And they're like, I hate Lenny. And everyone's like fired up about it. I'm just like, guys, like he's a garbage man living in a dumpster land. Like, what did you expect? Lisa Hochstein is a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. He's a garbage man living in a dumpster land. Okay. Period. End of story. I don't know why people have such high expectations. Like, what did we expect? I'm not shocked by this. I'm surprised he hasn't already married her. He was literally parading her around while he was still married to Lisa. Like, this is not shocking to me at all. Um, It was inevitable. He was always going to marry her. He was always going to give her the keys to the kingdom. And as I'm sure I will be right, because I always am, in what? Maybe I give them at best 10 years and that's generous. She's going to end up divorcing him too. And we're going to be here all over again. when He has a new hot young thing on his arm. It's like, come on. He even wore some like chunky sneakers. He looked like a fuck boy, which is exactly what he is. A fuck boy. So do I have high expectations of a fuck boy? No, they're going to fuck you because they're little boys. He ain't a man. He may have money and that's all he's got going for him. But he ain't, he is no man worthy of Lisa Hochstein. So our standards for him should be low. Like I'm talking ground zero, six feet under low. I have no high expectations of him. This news is not shocking to me. I did love that Lisa was a little shady and she congratulated him on her Instagram stories saying congrats to her current husband because they are still in a divorce, an ongoing divorce. Said congrats to her current husband husband and his mistress on their engagement. And I was just like, yes, Lisa, drop the shade. Give me that shade. Give me some sunglasses because that shade. Woo. But also weighing in is Lenny's mom, Marina. And I feel like we need to send her back into the marina because she congratulated them. And she said that she's so happy because, you know, this time Lenny has a woman who loves him and respects him, unlike his previous marriage. 
I was just like, oh, hell no. Marina needs Cardi B to throw a microphone at her face. Okay. I will applaud that too. No wonder why her son is such a tool. Throw them both into the garbage with the sprinkle cookies. No, we're not doing that. I knew he was scum. I didn't realize the apple didn't fall that far from the tree. And that's me putting it politely. (sighs) Okay. So this next story um, is kind of a hoot. I actually really love this story because I find it hilarious. Shannon Bedour was allegedly thrown out of the tiki bar in Costa Mesa. Okay. So apparently, according to page six, she was escorted out by security. And according to multiple eyewitnesses, it was after getting into a heated argument with John, her ex, his daughter at at the tiki bar. She's apparently screaming at her. Unclear what they were screaming about. This isn't my plate, you bitch! I, for one, I'm kind of here for this. I think it's hilarious. And now a rep for Shannon. This is what makes the story even better. Not the fact that she was like belligerently drunk screaming at the tiki bar, at a restaurant called the tiki bar, but what the reaction from her rep was, okay? Because her a rep for Shannon is saying that she was actually not asked to leave. That in fact, the entire party was asked to leave because it was closing time and the restaurant was already done for the day, Okay. And it was not because of her screaming or her belligerence. It was because it was closing time. And not only that, but they also claimed that Shannon was not escorted out by security. The security guards were merely just trying to help Shannon find her Uber because she didn't have her glasses with her. I'm like, well, that's one hell of a spin if I've ever heard it, right? Like, who is your PR team and can we get them on Lenny Hochstein ASAP? Um... Like, girl, come on. You were lit. You were living your life. Um, you were letting John's daughter have it. I'm sure she deserved it. I don't know what she did or what she said, but, like, I am with you. We stand with you, Shannon. Please have another Belvedere. Thank you. I think the story's hilarious. The fact that she's just like, no, like, I wasn't being escorted out by security. They were helping me find my Uber because I didn't have my glasses on. Like, what in the world is that excuse? That's like better than my dog ate my homework. That is the new my dog ate my homework. And it's the best excuse. So next time I get asked, not that I've ever, I've never been escorted out of anywhere, actually. And I'm very proud of that. Um, But who knows? Life is young, right? There's still time. <laughs> But I'm from here on out, if anyone ever sees me getting thrown out of somewhere, I'm going to say no. I was just being escorted. I was being assisted, not even escorted. I was being assisted by security with handcuffs on looking for my Uber because I lost my glasses. Boom. Period. End of story. Okay, now let's talk Vanderpump because there's a lot going on. Like I said, I have some exclusive casting tea. We now have some salary tea. So first up, Kristen Doty was on Josh Peck's podcast. I don't know if you guys remember Josh Peck. He was from Drake and Josh. He was not Drake. He was Josh. And so Josh Peck has a podcast now. He's actually really funny. I guess he's always been funny, but he's like funny and he's actually like kind of cute. He was like on a show with John Stamos for a minute. Anyway, he has a podcast and Kristen Doty revealed that they were only offered 5000 for the first season of Vanderpump Rules, which initially to them felt like a lot. Like they were like, we are, we're ragging in the dough. Remember, they were servers at Sir. Like they weren't making any money. They didn't know what the hell was going on. So to them, $5,000 was a lot. 
later on her own podcast, she had Jax and they talked about it again and they revealed that 5,000 yes was the initial offer, but then they got paid an additional 5,000 for making it as a show primary. So I guess 5,000 is what everyone made. So Schwartz probably made 5,000, but then the people that ended up becoming the primaries on the show, they got the additional. So that brings season one to a total of $10,000, which is actually more than like Real Housewives of New York, right? Didn't Bethany say that she only made like what, seven, 8,000 for her first season of Housewives? So budgets have gotten bigger. 10,000 is a pretty good, a good chunk of change for a first season on a brand new reality show, on a spinoff of a reality show. I think that's good. I know that by 2020, it was reported they're making about 25,000 per episode and Lisa was making about 50000 per episode of Vanderpump Rules. That was like back in 2020. So I'm sure they're making around that. I can only imagine. They have to at least be making. Like Ariana has to be at fifty grand per episode for this new season. She just has to be. If that was what they were making in 2020, when it, Vanderpump wasn't even at its peak. Because that season, that was the last season with Jax, Kristen, and Stassi. That wasn't even a great season. Um it was a fine season, but that's when they brought in Brett and Danica and Dana and Max and they had all the newbies and it was just so all over the place. But I mean, Lisa has to be making major bunk off and bank off Vanderpump now. Like, come on after Scandaval and like the popularity, like it's literally the number one show on cable right now. But Jack said that going back to that first season, he was like, we thought that we were rich. He said that he thought that at that point he had had so much credit card debt that he thought that he would be able to retire off of this money. He's like, this is it. $10,000. I'm set for life, which is just kind of funny. And I think it also speaks to the naivete, which is, I think what made the show so good and so real is they were really broke kids just trying to make it. It's funny saying broke kids, right? Because they were like in their late twenties, early thirties at this point. So, I mean, I guess well, I'm, I'm 30 now. I just can't imagine. I don't know. I just, I couldn't imagine being like 30 and being like, I'm a struggling actor slash bartender slash model. Like, listen, they hit the jackpot. I mean, it's, it's the story of LA of Hollywood. You're young and you're broke and you're just trying to get by until you actually make it. And until you become Angelina Jolie or you go back to Ohio, luckily for them, they didn't have to go to Kentucky, but now they're back. Jackson, Kristen, guess who's back? Back, back, back again, again, again. So Lala Kent teased on a Amazon Live that filming for the spinoff was set to begin last week. And it looks like it happened over the weekend because it looks like Jax and Brittany were hosting a tattoo party at their place. And it appears that there were cameras there. And it also appears that Sheena and Lala Kent were there. It doesn't even appear that way because that's what they post on their Instagram stories is that they were there and they were getting tattoos and they got matching mommy tattoos. Sheena got summer on her hand and Brittany got cruise and Lala had an O for ocean tatted on her hand. And then I think Kristen got like the initials of her dog or something. But it made me think like, so could Sheena and Lala actually also be part of this spinoff? Could Vanderpump Rules be wrapping up and now Sheena and Lala are going to be dipping over, not dip, dipping out of Vanderpump Rules and now dipping in to another show, not Raquel Levis. Could it be that they're going to plan like a crossover special? Like remember how Beverly Hills did it when they first introduced us to Vanderpump Rules and it was the sit down with Sheena and Brandy and the next thing you know it, you go from watching Sheena and Brandy to watching Vanderpump Rules. Maybe they're just making a cameo. I don't know. I I'm not mad at this, though. I 
for one, I'm definitely here for La Lanchina joining the spinoff. I think they're the only two on the current cast of Vanderpump Rules that have kids that are still in contact with Jax, Brittany, and Kristen. So I wouldn't be mad if they were joining the spinoff. I know it's a short spinoff, and I believe they're planning it for Peacock, right? Not for Bravo. Um, it may that may not be the case because I know like Crappy Lake with Luann and Sonia that was also like a possible um Peacock or Bravo thing and then they ended up just airing it on Bravo. So it seems like Bravo's moving away from launching things on Peacock first and then airing them on Bravo. It looks like it's the opposite where they're airing them on Bravo and then making them available next day on Peacock, which is a smart strategy. I think it's it's a good strategy and I think it still encourages people to tune in and watch. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I could see it. We know Stassi's not returning, but I can definitely see Lala, Sheena, Jax, Brittany, and Kristen, maybe a newbie or two that we haven't really seen yet. Or that's, oh, like Christina Kelly could be an interesting mix, right? Because she is a mom and she's part of the, you know, she's in that world as well. But meanwhile, the rest of the cast was filming the regular Vanderpump Rules over the weekend and, they were, I believe they were at, they were all at the Belmont hanging out. It looks like it was Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz, James, Ariana, and Katie. And even though Tom and Ariana were both there, they stayed at opposite ends of the bar. And according to The Sun, they had zero contact with each other. Ariana made it clear at the reunion that she had no intention of ever filming with Sandoval again or ever speaking to him again or anybody that's close to him, which I think might be weird if Sheena ends up letting Sandoval back in or whoever does let Sandoval back in. She did make that very clear to Schwartz in the finale. Um, so, yeah, she apparently does not want to film with him. And producers aren't happy about that because obviously they're filming a television show and... Ariana and Sandoval happen to be at the center of the scandal. I think this is interesting, right? Because Ariana's refusing to film with Sandoval. Sandoval is struggling to like find his footing on the show now. And then Raquel's not coming back. So I kind of feel like they're at this weird place, but like they also got to milk Sandoval for as much as they could and did for the past several months where they really talked about all of this stuff on the show. So like I, I get it. They milked that so much that it's like maybe we just move on to a different story now or do we continue to try to milk it? I don't know. I see both sides of it, right? Because she doesn't really want to film with him. And if this is a reality show and cutting him out of her life is her reality, then I get it. Like how many of us would still want to talk to our ex if he did that to us, right? But then there's the other side of it where you're filming a TV show. You're filming a show. So it's different because a lot of people are like, oh, well, she needs to do her job, you know, but her job is to share her reality. Her job isn't to manufacture drama because people complain that the show is fake. Well, wouldn't it be really fake of her to force herself to speak to him on camera if she genuinely has no interest? It's like how real and how fake do you want your reality shows to be? Because people complain when it's too produced and then people complain when they do stuff like this. So it's like, you guys got to pick a lane. Either you want her to film and be a fake ass bitch filming with him, or you want her to be a real ass bitch and not film with him and not do her job as people keep claiming. I mean, I get why the producers are pissed. It makes sense, but like I get her side of it too. Um, curious what you think, but my thought is it's like, if I were her, and again, this is hypothetical, right? Because I don't know what she's actually going through. But if I were her, I would just do it, right? Film with him. Not for him and not necessarily for the show, but like for your own paycheck. Like 
she'll make more money by giving in and filming with him than she will not filming with him. And the thing is, she's going to have to face him at the reunion anyway. So why not just rip the Band-Aid off and have some sort of communication with him? You don't have to, like, make amends and be best friends with him. But, like, why does it always have to be awkward around everybody every time you guys have to be in a group setting together? Um, Like, why can't you just, like, talk through it and figure something out? I don't know. I think, listen, people want to watch their first interaction can they find some mending? Can they repair their relationships? What will they have to say to each other now that the dust has settled? So I think it could make some good compelling television to, and it could also bring in some good ratings. So my thing is, it's like, yeah, make some good TV, get some solid ratings, collect your check and just keep moving on. Like you don't have to give him the power of the time of day of like being nice and building a friendship with him. But it's like, but you could still, you know, have something, right? Like, get your check. You know, that's my thought. I would just lean into it, maybe find some healing through it as well, right? Forgiveness is rarely for those people, for the other people that hurt you, and it's more for yourself and your own closure. So maybe it can be healing for her to kind of talk through some things and kind of, you know, release some of that anger a bit. Listen, I'm not defending what he did. I think it was wrong. I think it was despicable I've definitely given him a firm beating on this show but like I just think nothing helps healing your heart quicker than a bigger paycheck and higher rating so if you if anything just like do it for the show do it for the plot girl do it for the show plot (sighs) okay well on that note I do have some exclusive insider casting scoop and it looks like Billy Lee is officially returning to Vanderpump Rules. Now, before you scoff and roll your eyes, I have a source close to production that tells me that Billy has been approached by the producers throughout the duration of filming thus far and that they want her back as an ally for Tom Sandoval. Because obviously we know that they're still friends. We see them hanging out together all the time. So it looks like they want to bring her in as a friend of Tom's. So, I mean, she's literally the only friend that's, like, still his friend right now. And I hear that he wants her on camera so that he has somebody to film with. And obviously, we've already gotten to know Billy from previous seasons. So, now it's it's all happening. So, producers are even interested in possibly setting up a scene with her and the other girls. Unclear of what she'll have to bring. I hear she does want to talk to Ariana. I don't believe that she's had any communication with Ariana, but... It seems like Billy would be open to having a conversation with Ariana. Um, but I'm curious to see like to like see what she will bring, right? Will she ride hard for Sandoval? Will she call out the hypocrisy of the crew? I think it'll be, in- be interesting to see a friend of Sandoval in the mix considering how hard the cast has gone at him. And I think she may actually win over some of the audience because I feel like even the audience now is like so tired of Scandaball. I feel like so many people are tired of that drama at this point that, you know, they think it's annoying with all of the piling on of Sandoval and Raquel and like, yes, they screwed up and what they did was vile. But I actually see people starting to turn on Ariana little by little, which is interesting, right? Um, they're tired of seeing all of her endorsement deals. They're sick of seeing her everywhere 24-7. Like, I think it's great, good for her, collect your paycheck, do your thing, girl. But, like, people are getting fatigued with the overexposure. So I think the other shoe may drop by the end of this season, which is also why part of me is like, you know what, just, just film a scene with him, give him a little bit, 
you know, I mean, I don't know, because part of me is like, but what he did was so awful that it's like, why would you want to give him anything? Why would you want to cut him some slack? Why would you want to allow him an opportunity to get back in the good graces of everybody on the show? Like, why would you? He's trash, right? Throw him in the garbage with Lenny and his mom. But I don't know. Get ready for the return of Billy. Now, she hasn't actually come out yet to say anything or confirm anything, which normally they're not allowed to. Uh, but listen, I'm telling you, someone in production is telling me that they're bringing back Billy. So get ready for it and let me know what your predictions are because I'm very curious. All right, now let's close things out with Miss Julie. Oh, hey, Julie. So Julie, Julie Chrisley, she's currently serving prison time after being found guilty in a $30 million fraud case in court on trial. And so now she's apparently being tormented by snakes in prison. Actual snakes, you guys. Actual snakes in prison because her attorneys come out and he says that they found a poisonous snake in her cell. And I was just like, what? Jen Shaw is supposed to be in Texas. What's she doing over in Kentucky? Well, we do know that they don't have any AC in Julie's prison. Julie. And she ain't happy about that. She's mad. And listen, I'm not mad at her because it's been hot as balls. It's been like some hot sandy balls up in this, up on this earth lately. Um, but now, now they have snakes on a train out in Kentucky. And Julie is, is not happy about that. She's not living her best life in prison. Um, and apparently Todd isn't doing any better because their attorney is saying that someone took a photo of him while he was sleeping because he's a celebrity and his celebrity status is putting him in these very difficult, demanding situations that are just not tolerable in prison. And like, listen, I agree. Mainly when it comes to Julie, I agree that her conditions are not optimal, but like it's prison, not the four seasons. So that's what happened. You, you defraud banks and the IRS for $30 million. And like, I'm sorry, somebody's going to put a Jen Shaw to slither up in your cell. That's not cool. There shouldn't be snakes in there. But I mean, does that happen in Kentucky? Are there a lot of snakes out there? I've never been to Kentucky. Um, I believe she's in Lexington. And I believe that the prison she's at was one that was requested like, her legal team was like, we want to go to this prison instead of the original pr- prison in, um, where was it, Mariana? Somewhere in Florida. She was supposed to go to a prison in Florida, and then at the last minute, they requested to move her to Kentucky, and now she's in Kentucky, and she fucking hates it. So, I, I don't know what, sorry, girl, you wanted to go there. So, I feel bad for her. Nobody should ever have to find a snake in their cell bunk, but. Do the time, or do the crime, do the time. So, yeah. All right, well, that's what I got for you for this week. Hopefully you enjoyed this week's podcast episode. Um, We got some Julie scoop. Billy Lee is returning. Lisa Hoxstein is clapping back at Lenny for his low-budget fuckboy engagement. Lots of Vanderpump Rules scoop. We have Kristen and Jax kicking off the spinoff with Sheena and Lala. Um, Vanderpump Rules continuing to film. Producers are not happy with Ariana. So that's the latest that I got for you. Get ready. New episode coming this Wednesday. I hope you're ready for it. I hope you're ready, Freddie. Um, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you again for coming to my No Filter Night Out last week in New York City. 
I don't know when or if we'll be doing any more live shows in the future, but stay tuned. Thank you for supporting this year's live shows and showing up for me. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. You are ride or die in the Zach pack, and I'm here for it. You can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet or follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. Hit the like button on your way out. Hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed. And if you want the notifications all up in your notifications, you want me all up in your notifications, then you hit that little bell button below on YouTube. If you're listening to this on the podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple, you have an option to leave a review. Reviews are free and they mean a lot. So please leave us a review and let me know what you're thinking of the show. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Please leave me a nice review. Please, pretty, pretty, please. I don't want to find snakes in my cell bunk. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your Monday. And I will talk to you soon. Bye for now.